How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. It's a quick turnaround for us from week four to week five, but today we kick off our week five coverage, taking a look at the Bears' opponents, the three and one Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I would like to say before I introduce myself and my co-hosts, if you are new to the channel and whatever platform you're listening on uh, and you want Bears content every day of the week, do us a favor and subscribe. And if you are on YouTube, do us a favor, drop a like on this video. We are so close to 3,000 subscribers. So if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts and want more content from us, we're doing it basically every day on our YouTube channel. So come over, check it out, and let's see if we can get to 3,000 subscribers soon because that would be incredible. I am your host, Chris Malpe, and today to talk about these pesky Buccaneers who have had a resurgence since a week one loss. I am joined with my co-hosts, Parth Shaw and Jalen McClinton. Guys, one day after uh, a pretty bad loss, how's it going? I'm, pretty, I'm fine. Uh, I took the loss. I, I, wasn't, I didn't think too much of it. You know, it's just a loss at the end of the day. It happens. The Bears are 3-1, and one, and, you know, I'm fine with being 3-1. and one. So let's, let's beat these Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Thursday Night Football. Um, you know, I'm I'm over there lost. Uh, I didn't. I knew we were gonna lose. We're not gonna go. I mean, sixteen and zero. So you know, I take the loss and I you know move on. We play in three days against Tampa Bay. We just gotta get over that loss and prepare for a different team. Yeah, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is the team that the Bears have in town this week. A primetime game on Thursday Night Football. It's going to be a very big one. Let's take a look at the Buccaneers depth chart before we get into this one. Obviously, probably the biggest move of the offseason. They bring in Tom Brady, uh, a very good move for them. Uh, their starting running back normally is Leonard Fournette. The Bears may catch a break with this one. He's still listed on the depth chart as out uh, heading into uh, week five. Uh, Mike Evans, the wide receiver who's been great for, for some time in this league. Chris Godwin, their number two, is also looking to be out in this one. So they're going to be down uh, a couple very important pieces, it seems, in this game. So they're going to be relying on wide receivers like Scotty Miller, you take a look at their tight ends, obviously, uh, two very solid pieces in Rob Gronkowski and Cameron Bright uh, aren't essentially the players that they still were, but O.J. Howard did tear his Achilles yesterday. He's out for the season. Uh, they have a pretty good offensive line. You know, Tristan Wirfs, the 13th overall pick uh, out of Iowa, uh, a very good pick, someone who I wanted the Bears to trade up for, but I knew it wasn't going to happen. Also, Ali Marpet, Ryan Jensen, so some great pieces along that offensive line. And this Tampa offense does look pretty good. They put up 38 points yesterday uh, against the Los Angeles Chargers in a comeback win. So, Parth, I want to pass it to you. What do you think about these Buccaneers after adding Tom Brady? I think they're a really good team. Uh, they, they, they struggled week one against the Saints, uh, which was expected. You know, Tom Brady in a whole new system, whole new team. So they struggled that game and they dropped that one. But ever since then, I think they've been playing lights out football. Yesterday against the Chargers, I saw them playing, and I was like, dang, they're actually down by, like, basically two or three touchdowns, and then, you know, Tom Brady comes back and wins the game for them. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are probably going to be one of the best teams we face all year. Um, that defense started off well. Uh, they did let Justin Herbert, you know, throw all over them, but still, they're still a pretty good defense. And that offense with Tom Brady and guys like Chris Godwin, who, who's not going to play next this week against us, but, you know, they still have Chris Godwin. They got Mike Evans. They got Ronald Jones. Uh, that that offense looks really good, and our, uh, it's going to be a tough task for the Bears this weekend. Or it's day. also yeah. It's also worth noting that they do have Kashawn Vaughn, uh, a high round pick uh, who's been playing well. 
Taking a look at the Buccaneers' offensive stats, Tom Brady's been very good. Uh, 101 for 155 for 1,122 yards, 11 touchdowns, and four interceptions. It's worth noting that I think a majority of Tom's interceptions this year have been pick sixes, and he's thrown four pick sixes in his last six games. He has been shaky at times, but this Buccaneers' offense has found a way to get it done three weeks in a row, and you got to respect him. Taking a look at their rushing, Ronald Jones, the second, has led the way with 57 carries, 253 yards, and a touchdown. We don't know if we'll see Leonard Fournette back this week, but uh, it, it would be a much easier task for the Bears' front seven to be able to stop someone like a Ronald Jones than Fournette. Taking a look at their receiving, their receiving leader actually is their wide receiver three, Scotty Miller, with 15 receptions, 250 yards, and one touchdown. Uh, taking a look at their just total offensive stats, uh, they have scored twenty th- or uh, 30 points per game, also have averaged 280.5 yards passing per game, but only 97.8 rushing yards per game. So, Jalen, I want to pass it to you. This Buccaneers team has looked shaky at times. They've looked like one of the better teams in the league at times. What do you think about their offense? Offense is very explosive. You know, Tom Brady's the best quarterback of all time. Uh, no doubt about that. He has, what, six rings? Um their their running game they have Leonard Fournette um he was he's been out the last two weeks so they've been basically relying on Ronald Jones and Keshawn Vaughn who they just drafted in the third round uh this year out of Vanderbilt um Ronald Jones had a very solid game uh against the Chargers you know running wise his like receiver wise I think he dropped like four balls um you know we, I was watching that game because our game got pushed back to the, the three twenty five slot so I was you know scouting our uh, week four opponent and um they started out very slow against the Chargers um I think. The Chargers went up by, like, three touchdowns at one point of the game. Uh, Justin Herbert played extremely well. They were running a bunch of no-name guys in, uh, in in the receiving court, like, basically burned them. Uh, their secondary played very sloppy, but th- this offense is, is very explosive. They have three solid tight ends, uh, Cameron Brate. Uh, O.J. Howard didn't get hurt, but, you know, he's, they still had him last game. And Robert Gronkowski, he's one of the best tight ends of all time as well. well uh, plus, they have a very sol- solid offensive line. Uh, this team is very good, you know, also very well coached by Bruce Arians. And so uh, this is this is def- definitely one of our toughest opponents so far. You know, we, if we thought the Colts was tough, this Buccaneers team is, you know, might be a little bit better than the Colts team. I almost think personally that the Bears match up a little bit better with the Buccaneers. Uh, I think after yesterday's game, we realized that the Colts are legit and they are going to be contending for that AFC South title. But the Buccaneers do come from the NFC South. They are first place currently at 3-1. and one. And Tom Brady, uh, obviously we mentioned they do have a lot of lingering injuries on offense that are looking to hurt them a lot in a short turnaround week. But uh, Tom Brady, obviously in New England, uh, has never been a stranger to plug-in players. And guys like Scotty Miller on offense have gotten opportunities because of that. Taking a look at the defense of the Buccaneers, uh, a lot of very recognizable names amongst this front seven. And Dominican Sue, Vita Vea, uh, even William Golston at at, uh, at right end, Jason Pierre-Paul, Devin White, Levante David, Shaq Barrett. That front seven is scary, but you get into the secondary, and it's not as great uh, as it as it as it looks. Uh, you know, the Buccaneers the, definitely the weakness of their defense has been allowing passing yards to opposing quarterbacks. Uh, they've allowed 271 passing yards per game with only 64.3 allowed rushing yards per game. So the Bears, it seems like if they're going to want to win in week four, Matt Nagy's going to need to turn it around quickly, get Nick Foles some more timing with uh, with obviously uh, his receivers. And the Bears are going to have to seemingly attack through the air 
Uh, we saw Justin Herbert have a great game in his third career start yesterday. 20 for 25, 290 yards, three touchdowns, and an interception. Almost won the Chargers that game. But taking a look at uh, the secondary for the Chargers, uh, it's, it's really not many recognizable names, if I'm being honest. Uh, Carlton Davis, Ryan Smith, Jordan Whitehead, Sean Murphy Bunting, uh, also Antoine Winfield, obviously, is probably the only name I recognize in that secondary. So it seems like a little bit of a weaker secondary for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but we know that front seven is bound to cause nightmares. So Parth, it seems like the Bears are going to have to uh, try and win this one through the air. Uh, the run game doesn't seem too promising uh, for the second week in a row, but what do you think about this Buccaneers defense overall? Um, they had a pretty good start to the season, if I'm not wrong. And then, you know, they let Justin Herbert do that to them. Uh, not going to lie, Justin Herbert's looked really impressive, you know, for his third career start to put up those type of numbers in the National Football League is not easy to do. So for him to do that, uh, I think it's more of his talent compared to the Buccaneers defense. I think the Bucks defense is still ranked top 10 in many categories. And we know that those Bears offense can be really bad at times. I mean, we saw it this week. Uh, I thought we were, we looked just like the 2019 Bears. So if we come out uh, come out strong, then maybe we can start pushing the ball uh, through the air. We saw Justin Herbert complete a lot of deep passes against that Buck secondary. So if Nick Foles is there under center, I, I expect the Bears to start airing it out more. Uh, we, we saw we couldn't get the run game going against the Colts at all. You know, David Montgomery had 10 carries for 27 yards. Uh, and we know that Nick Foles depends on the run. So does Mitch Trubisky. Both quarterbacks need the run game going in order for them to be able to get going, especially that play action that Matt Nagy likes to run with Nick Foles. We weren't able to do that against the Colts successfully because we never got the run game going. So if the Bears want to win this game, I, we fully need to get that run game going. Hopefully that's with Lamar Miller, who we might see, start seeing um, this weekend or this weekday. I keep saying weekend. But yeah, uh, and uh, hopefully David Montgomery can bounce back against the Bucks as well. Yeah, definitely uh, a front, uh, a tough front seven for the Bears to face. But I will say, I don't think a lot of these players are the same that they used to be. But taking a look at at where the Buccaneers defense ranks in regards uh, to amongst the league, they're the ninth overall defense in the league. So a little bit of a step back from the first defense uh, that the Bears got to play against Indianapolis. Uh, they are nineteenth in the league in allowing passing yards, but second in the league versus the rush. So. It should be interesting. It seems like the Bears are going to have to try and take advantage of a weaker secondary this week if they're going to want to pull off an upset. Uh, I believe ESPN's matchup predictor gives the Buccaneers somewhere around a 65% chance of winning this one. So, Jalen, what do you think? Obviously, looking at Tampa Bay, they're a very good, well-rounded team, but it seems like there's a little bit of a weakness there in the secondary, allowing 271 passing yards per game. So, what are your thoughts on this Tampa Bay defense? Now, I don't think their secondary is, is garbage compared to like the Atlanta Falcons secondary or the Giants or even even the Detroit Lions. I think I just think that um, you know, they're they're extremely young guys. Antoine Winfield is a rookie. They just drafted uh Sean Murphy Bunting last year. I think Carlton Davis was the year before that, uh, as well as Jordan White Jordan Whitehead. So there there's a lot of young guys in the secondary. They're not NFL vets yet. They're still you know, learning the speed and, you know, the, the game of, you know, playing in the NFL. So I think as time goes on, they're, they're going to get better. But for right now, uh, like I said before, they got toasted by unknown right receivers on the on the Chargers. Like, I was watching them get burned by a dude named, like, Tyron Johnson. I was like, who was number 83 on the Chargers? I had to look him up. They literally just brought him off the practice squad the day before that game, and they got burned for a 53-yarder by him. So, um, 
if we want to win this game, like you, like we said before, we have to get the run game going. Use the play action for Nick Foles. Um, you know, get, throw a couple deep shots to to Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, or Donald Mooney, and we definitely have to try to get our tight ends involved. Um, they they have great linebackers in Devin White and uh, Levante David, who's probably one of the best linebackers in the league. Um, and you know, we have to block for Nick Foles. This this front seven of the Buccaneers is scary. Uh, probably better than ours. It's looking better than ours right now. So, yeah, we, we definitely have to do uh, do a lot of stuff to, to you know, score points on, on this defense. Yeah, uh, the Bears are going to definitely have to have a good day from their wide receivers if they're going to want to win this one. Seven receptions for 101 yards and a touchdown for Allen Robinson in week four. We also saw Darnell Mooney get involved yet again with five receptions for 52 yards, 10.4 yards per catch. His production continues to go up. We're going to talk a little bit about how we think the Bears can win this one uh, a little bit later down the road in this episode. But for now, let's talk about how Tampa Bay can win this one. Uh, Obviously, they are favored coming into this game. I believe they are five and a half favorites with the over-under in in this game placed at 44.5 points. Uh, Tampa Bay has scored 30 points per game. The Bears have allowed 20.3 points per game. Uh, The Bears have scored 21.3 per game while Tampa Bay has allowed 23 per game. So, Parth, I want to pass it back to you. We've taken a look at this Buccaneers team. What do you think they have to do if they want to move to 4-1 and one on Thursday night in primetime? Uh, they just got to play good defense, in my opinion. You know, we saw the Bears often struggle against the Colts defense. I feel like any team that plays pretty good defense against us can beat us at this point. Um, the offense did not look too great last week, and it hasn't looked great all year, in my opinion, besides some some points of the quarters. So if they play good defense for all four quarters, I think they have a really good shot against us, uh, especially against our O-line, if they can get their pressure going with that front seven. Uh, and they got they got a great linebacker duo in Levante David and um, I think I'm forgetting his name. Well, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so they have a great linebacker, linebacker duo. And so if we can stop that, then uh, hopefully we can win the game. But I think the Buccaneers have the edge on the defensive side. If they can play better defense than us, they can easily win this game. And then on the offensive side, just let Tom Brady do his thing. Uh, we know Tom Brady's a great quarterback, the greatest of all time. He started off slow this year, but he's picked it up. Yesterday he had five touchdown passes uh, and – if you can keep that going into this game, that'd be that'd be something to look out for. Uh, and uh, I think Tom Brady's undefeated against the Bears in his career. I think he's five and zero, so I'm pretty sure he's trying to make that six and zero. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go ahead and agree with you on the head. Uh, by the way, that linebacking core for the Buccaneers uh, includes Devin White, a player that yeah. is commonly overlooked but is pretty good, but also Shaq Barrett, who was phenomenal in 2019. Uh, at right inside linebacker, so you know uh, I agree with you. We saw the Bears struggle in bend and break uh, yesterday when the Colts uh, got the offense off the field for Chicago. Uh, The Bears can rely on their defense, but it seemed like 2019 yesterday when we saw them heavily relying on their defense for more than half of the game. Uh, The Colts obviously controlled the time of possession by a decent margin. So I'm going to have to agree with you. If the Buccaneers want to win this one, they have to play well, and especially in the secondary. I think there are some advantageous matchups this weekend for all of the Bears' wide receivers. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough day for their tight ends, but I could see guys like Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, and Darnell Mooney, and someone who Nick Foles has liked to throw to thus far in Ted Ginn having some good days. And uh, we'll get to how the Bears have to win later, but they definitely have a matchup advantage versus that Tampa secondary. But I agree. Uh, If Tampa can shut down the run, they're going to have 
an easier time shutting down the pass. Uh, and overall, if they can play good defense, that's all they're going to have to do because obviously Tom Brady is not Phillip Rivers. He's going to be able to move the ball uh, more efficiently, in my opinion. And the Bears' defense will bend, and they'll stay persistent, but uh, we saw it yesterday. They eventually broke, and I can't believe I'm saying that because they only allowed 19 points. But if the Colts, or excuse me, if the Buccaneers can uh, keep the Bears' offense at bay, uh, I think they're going to be able to win this one pretty handily. So, Jalen, uh, I'm pretty sure we're going to have a consensus here. I think it's uh, basically pretty easy to hit this one on the head. But what do the Buccaneers need to do if they want to take home this Week 5 win? Yeah, you and probably basically, you know, talked about everything I was going to mention. Like, just uh, play good defense and, and stop this offense. We were only in the red zone twice uh, yesterday. One was in the first quarter. Or yeah, I think it was the first quarter, and we ended up with three points. And the other one was with one minute left until the fourth, and, and the fourth one the game was already uh, over. So, uh, if you can stop us from getting in the red zone, force three and outs, um, stop the run, basically force us to have to pass the ball with Nick Foles, uh, you're gonna win this game. You're gonna make our offense look trash again. Uh, this play calling, I, I thought it was gonna be way better with Nick Foles um, as our quarterback, just because Nagy feels like he's more comfortable with him and he knows how to call better plays with him. Um, but we, we didn't see that, and I don't know if that's because Nagy just didn't have a good game plan for the Colts' defense, or uh, not Nagy. Uh, Foles just wasn't able to execute it um, yesterday. So uh, if, the, if, if the Buccaneers want to win, that's basically what they have to do, play, play good defense, and they're going to win this game. Yeah, definitely. At least yesterday, in regards to the offense, I would probably put uh, equal blame on both Nagy and Foles. There was a lot uh, going on with the play calling that, seemed like the Bears were shooting themselves in the foot. I mean, I think yesterday we all expected the Bears to go into that one and see a ton of new stuff for Matt Nagy, and we saw none of that whatsoever. Yeah, it's we like, saw the same thing. So, it, I mean, it, even worse. it seemed like he was reverting to 2019 almost. Definitely. Yeah, so, I, I saw worse offense. Yeah, so before we close this one off, let's talk a little bit about how the Bears can win this one because uh, I see one glaring hole that I think the Bears are going to have to look to attack if they want to win this one, and it's the young players in the secondary of Tampa Bay. We saw uh, Justin Herbert have some success against them last week, and the Bears are going to have to attack the secondary as crazy as it sounds if they're going to want to win this one. We didn't see the passing game get going at all against the Indianapolis Colts, and it's going to have to be basically the complete opposite if the Bears want to win in this one. Um, when I look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think they're a very good, well-rounded team. But if I were any coach of any team, I think I would look towards their secondary. Uh, if, if I'm looking for somewhere to attack and have success when I'm on offense, uh, we saw Drew Brees throw for two touchdowns against them in week one. Uh, week two, they only let the Tampa or uh, the Carolina Panthers score 17 points, but Teddy Bridgewater still threw 33 complete passes for 367 yards. I think the Bears have to attack the secondary if they want to win this one, and I also think the Bears will be able to have a successful day in the secondary in this one. We've seen Tom Brady throw four interceptions. I, I actually think he throws another one against the Bears. Um, I, I like how the Bears' secondary has performed thus far. Uh, Jalen Johnson is looking like an absolute steal of a pick. Uh, I know Jalen is someone who wanted uh, the Bears to pick Antoine Winfield, but I don't think he can complain about how Jalen Johnson has played. Uh, quarterbacks have a 45.5% completion rate when targeting him, and he ranks second in the league out of all defensive backs in passes defended with seven in four weeks. So you know what? I think the Bears have to attack Tampa Bay secondary 
Uh, I think they sh- could have some problems stopping the run once again because Tampa Bay does have a solid offensive line. It's not the Colts' offensive line, but I think they have a solid offensive line uh, and might be able to get the run game going. But I do think the Bears' secondary will be able to play well in this one. Uh, Mike Evans is going to be a tough task, but we've seen near-perfect play from Kyle Fuller except for maybe a, a defensive pass interference yesterday that got the Colts down in the red zone, which resulted in three points. Uh, so you know what? Uh, if the Bears want to win this one, uh, I think it's pretty simple. I think the Bears attacked Tampa's secondary. Guys like Allen Robinson, Anthony Miller, and Darnell Mooney are all going to have to step up because the Bears aren't going to be able to rely on their tight ends as much as they normally would be with guys like Devin White, Levante David, Shaq Barrett, and Antoine Winfield covering them. So the Bears are going to have to attack Tampa's secondary, and I keep rattling on. Uh, and the Bears are going to have to tuck, uh, shut down receivers like Mike Evans and Scotty Miller. They're lucky that Chris Godwin isn't out there because that could make this game so much tougher. But uh, they're going to have to lock down in the secondary, and they're going to have to also attack and try and break open Tampa's secondary, just like Justin Herbert did yesterday. And we saw him have success doing so. And I think the Bears' defense in that situation would be able to hopefully hold off Tom Brady better uh, than that of the Chargers. So, Parth, I want to pass it to you. I think I did a pretty good job covering it in my rant, but what do you think the Bears have to do if they want to pull off an upset on Thursday night? Uh, something that the Buccaneers have been really good at so far this year has been stopping the run. Uh, we've mentioned it before, but against the Broncos, they only allowed 38 rushing yards. And then last week against the Chargers, they only allowed around 45 rushing yards. So for the Bears to win this game, we're going to have to somehow run the ball against this defense. Uh, I don't know how we're going to be able to do it, especially against a really good run defense. Uh, we saw the Colts stop us to basically under 40 yards this week. Um, so if the Bears want to win this game, we got to run the ball. Like I've said, Nick Foles depends on the run a lot in Philadelphia. The system was based around running the ball and getting receivers open in play action plays, and that's what the Bears did against Atlanta. And if the Bears want to win against Tampa Bay, we got to do the same. Uh, it's going to be difficult to start running the ball, especially against this Tampa Bay defense, who's got that great front seven. But if the Bears want to win, we got to run the ball somehow, whether that's with Cordero Patterson, Lamar Miller, David Montgomery, Ryan Nall, even Artavius Pierce. Uh, I don't know if they're going to have him active over Nall. I think that should be something that should be talked about because we don't even use Nall at this point. So I feel like why not bring in a short, speedy guy back into the offense like Tariq Cohen and maybe use Pierce like that. Yeah, uh, you know, taking a look at the Colts' run defense just for one second, they've allowed now 77 yards per game uh, rushing, and we see uh, Tampa Bay allowing less. So it seems like it's going to be tough for the Bears to run it in this game, but luckily for them, uh, they definitely have uh, an upper hand, I would say, with the Bears' wide receivers versus Tampa secondary. So, Jalen, I want to pass it to you. What do you think the Bears need to do in this game, either offensively, defensively? I covered both. I probably shouldn't have because I ranted forever, but what do you think the Bears need to do if they want to steal a win here? So something that I've realized as Matt and can play caller is that every time it's a high um, high up tempo offense, we like we seem to move the ball better than we do with like scripted plays and plays that Matt Nagy just calls when he's trying to get the offensive going. So it, I feel like Matt Nagy just just continue to um know how to offense like keep it very quick, um you know one re one replays and stuff like that and you know every time we do that we we're able to move the ball uh you know pretty well so. Um, I say, I say we should maybe looking to do something like that. Uh, we obviously have to stop Tom Brady and all the weapons he have on his offense. Robert Gronkowski hasn't really looked like Gronk, and I don't know if that because I don't know if that's because he took the one year off, but uh, he doesn't look like himself, you know, before he retired. 
Um, Mike Evans is being Mike Evans. He's been a little injured, but he's he's still playing well. I don't we don't know if Chris Godwin's gonna play this week. Hopefully he don't. Hopefully he doesn't for you know for our sake. But uh, like you said, Scotty Miller has been playing well. Um, Buster Scrine has to you know uh, be able to stop him in the slot. Uh, you know Kyle Fuller still has to be able to play well against play well against Mike Evans. Stop the run game. Uh, get pressure on Tom Brady, and, and hopefully we, we can get a W. Yeah, the Bears are definitely going to have to be unpredictable on offense if they want to win this one. Uh, a lot of dinking and dunking in the last game, and that didn't help. And I'll tell you one thing, that definitely isn't going to work against Tampa Bay. So we'll see what Matt Nagy has up his sleeve. But that'll pretty much do it for our Week 5 installment of Meet the Opponents. If you guys want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BearDown.com. We're posting columns, articles, and blogs every day of the week uh, this week because the Bears obviously do play on a short week. So if you want more content from us, there are a ton of people that work hard behind the scenes. Head over to our website and go check that out. If you would like to find the podcast on Instagram or Twitter, we're probably going to be doing a giveaway uh, within the next month. It, normally we give away a jersey, but we might switch it up this month. Uh, I have a little something planned up my sleeve, so go check us out on social media. The giveaways are always free to enter, and it's also a great way to interact with us. And finally, you can find the links to all of our Bears fan pages on Instagram down in the description. Those are also great ways to communicate with us directly and definitely worth following. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton, quick turnaround to Week 5. Bears looking to pull off an upset here against a very strong team in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Any last words? I hope we can pull out the upset. You know, it's I don't like losing two games in a row, especially because the schedule just gets tougher and tougher down the road. You know, the Bears did beat the easy teams. Hopefully we can, you know, squeak out some wins against these tougher teams and, you know, grab a playoff spot. At this point, if we we might as well just trade for Trace McSorley. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know it should be interesting. Uh, that's been quite the the dilemma on TikTok recently. But you know what? It, it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be Nick Foles versus Tom Brady 2.0 in different jerseys. Uh, you know, if the Bears are to lose any other game this season, I honestly wouldn't be upset if it was against, you know, the resurgent Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I do think the Bears will have a fighting chance in this one, and I see how they can scheme it uh, to be able to give themselves a good chance. But that's all up to Matt Nagy. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Malpe. Bears fans, as always, stay safe and bear down. We will be back tomorrow with three key matchups in Bears versus Buccaneers. Have a good one. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.